Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Good Question. I'm your host, Daniel Welch, and on today's show, I do have a very special guest joining me because we have a lot to talk about, guys. We're going to do our question of the day. We're going to kind of run down all the information that we received from uh, Disney yesterday. We have a little update on the SpaceX demonstration launch that was scheduled for yesterday, but uh, had some issues. And then we're going to do our fun fact of the day, which I am so sorry I forgot to do yesterday. So this fact today is for yesterday's podcast. So again, sit back, relax, and enjoy, folks, because this is The Good Question. All right, guys. So I have a special guest on my show today. He's a frequent commentator on lots of my podcast posts, even on my Facebook as well. And uh, he's actually the host of his new YouTube series as well with a side of hustle. Please help me welcome Doug Neville. Doug, how are you, man? I'm good, Dan. How are you, buddy? Good to see you. Good, or, good. Or whatever, whatever we're going to refer to this as. <laughs> we'll, we'll say here and see. How about that? Here like, and cause, see. Because right yeah. now I do see you, but for the sake right. of the audience, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I see you. Well, and you know, and it's, it's yeah. cool that we're finally able to do this because I only ever really get to talk to you through uh, the messaging. So you're just commenting yeah. and then it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Very and true. then, so, so it's good to yeah. finally actually get to sit down and have a chance to talk. Agreed. And we, uh, obviously we're from our colleagues and um, you're one of those people that makes me wish that that job was more of like an office setting because I'd love to actually hang out with you during at work and not be like high five and off you go and do something else so this is a great i i'm excited to be uh on the show and uh i love the questions i've been following since you started them and yeah some are great and some are like some are what's going um, on well you know and I, I i talk to people at work about this sometime where they were just like dude what's the deal with the questions and so now that i have you on here you mm-hmm. can see i didn't write these this i will this verify from a book a- it is so a good. solid book. You're, you're another guest that has certified <laughs> that this is a book that these questions are coming from. Yeah. What I love about them, and I've explained this, is one day it's like, explain what you feel is the meaning of the universe. And then the next day it's, you know, what's your favorite hairstyle? Right. Exactly. So it's like there's there's no rhythm to right. them yeah. at all. They're so completely random. Yeah. Um, so anyway, thanks for coming on. Let's go ahead and just jump right into today's question. Let's do it. So today's question is... For the record, I have not been prompted. I don't know the question yeah. until you read it. So, yes, yes that's his disclaimer. That's, that's part of part of the the joy of this is the unknown. The unknown. Yes, we're going into the unknown. Oh boy. Oh God, I just did it. No, you did it. Just let it go. <laughs> so, um, and I will say this real quick before we do the question. He tried. Doug did try. He, he tried many times to be like, I oh, I just don't know what's this question going to be. Like he, I, he tried many times. I was just like, I don't know. I tried so hard to get it. Plot twist. I already knew. Okay. Mm. So here it is. East coast, West coast, or in between. It does <sighs> not. And I, I'm going to do this because I know that I do get comments on some mm. of my questions sometimes because they, it's a very broad question. Sure. So some people would be like, are we talking about Disney parks? Are we talking mm-hmm. about, you know, the U.S. in general? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to open it up to just in general. As general. Yeah. Oh, because my, my first immediate response to that was like living or visiting or time right. spent. Um, so <laughs> the, yeah, the broad, the broad question, right? Um, I know. I felt like I made it a little bit harder because I just opened it up across the board. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, because tech, I, uh, so I have to go East Coast uh, if I'm, and that's sort of a, a broad answer as well. I am from New York originally, um, was born uh, up in the Queens area and lived there until I was about 10 or so. And then we moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. So sort of the, sort of the West-ish, not coast, but West-ish, Southwest. West area. Um, and now I live in Florida, which is, I would like to say somewhere in between, but it's really not. It's the complete, I mean, I guess it's, anyway. Um, there, there, to are, officially answer, there are enough memes about Florida that I think people understand what you're getting at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, there you go. Like, no, one, no one's from Florida. Everyone's from somewhere else. So we have, Florida seems to be the culmination of both coasts. Okay. So in a sense, I'm answering 
I'm saying yes to all three options. Yes. <laughs> um, but if I had a pick, I'd definitely say uh, East. I think East Coast. I think that New Yorker in me really um, prefers the the busy and the the keep moving, constant motion of the East Coast, whereas the West Coast seems a little more chill and laid back, and we'll get to it, which is where I get that from. But there's still a portion of me that's like, no, 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 no. Let's do that. Like when I have an idea, I want to do it now because the longer I sit on it, the longer it's not going to happen. Right. So. Um, and you so definitely, yeah. and, and you can definitely feel that vibe too, especially when you're meeting people, say from like California or, mm-hmm. you know, East coast, West coast, you do feel that if yeah. I come in contact with somebody from New York, you know, anywhere mm-hmm. along this Eastern coast, it is very busy. You're used to the hustle, you know, yeah. which will bring me to your YouTube. We'll re-segue to it later, but yeah. Um, but you're used to that. And then mm-hmm. you meet somebody from, say, California. I had a roommate when I lived in Texas who was from California. And you could tell he had that type of persona. He was just kind of like, yeah. it'll happen when it happens. There's right. no just stressing about it. Let's just yeah. be cool. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's funny, though, because I, I worked for Cruise Lines for a long time. And we, we would refer to that as island time. Uh, you know, okay. It's... Uh, Okay, well, it's happening at two o'clock. Well, two o'clock ship time or two o'clock island time? Because island time was like, well, again, we'll get to it when we get to it. But you're like, no, 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 the ship's leaving at five o'clock. You have to be on board. Um, but yeah, so that I, uh, and I, it's, it's also very funny for me to answer that question as well, because one of my favorite jobs that I had at Disney was a, a, a West Coaster. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, do you know you know what I did? You know what I did? Or did I, I didn't. I'm so sorry. Like I, it's I just, all good. Uh, explain to my listeners. I do know Doug, but I didn't realize until I started getting ready for this show how much I did not know about. Doug. Yeah. So, and now that I don't work for there anymore, like I'm a little more open about roles I did. But I uh, I was friends with Crush for a long time at Turtle Talk, and so okay. so again, like that East Coast mentality of okay, cool. It's a 12 minute show. We're going to get through it. But then I had to slow everything down to just a turtle's pace. No full pun intended. Um, it's, it's been, it's been quite an interesting ride. I can imagine that one would have been interesting because you, you kind of touched on it just a little bit there of saying, you know, you had to take the New Yorker Mm -hmm. and put it into the California surfer dude. Right, and that's that's got to be interesting. How how did you adapt that? I guess that's a better question. How did you adapt that and make it work? It's a good question, and I think um, the short answer is I I I'm an actor. Like I've wanted I since I was a kid, performing and and acting was uh, who I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. And so when I stepped into casting, and they're like cool, you're going to get called back for this role. Oh, I was asked, can you do a surfer voice? And I was like, okay, I know what role this is for. And, and I went in, I was like, well, do you totally da da la la. And he was like, cool. Now, now slow down. So it was, it, it forced, it forced me to slow down and forced me to slow down sort of in general. Um, So every thought was a little more considered before saying it out loud right. then uh, the new yorker who's like nope this is my mind this is what i'm saying right now so it was a great acting piece and it, it sounds silly but like <clears throat> research for crush was watching a lot of bill and ted's excellent adventure um fast times ridgemont high <laughs> and i was just like wow so there's a lot of different <laughs> <laughs> there's a, a lot of components to this dude and then and the other hardest part for me in that role too was like he's a dad and i'm not a dad in any way shape or form that i'm aware of um, <laughs> and um so i had to you know i had to consider like all the fatherly advice and answers which again caused me to slow down and really think about those questions that are being asked so right. it was uh it was it was great it was a great um it was a great time i did it for eight years and i did it on the ships and i did it here in the parks and um it was a blast but then it was financially and job wise it was time to move on to something else and that's when i joined maybe sure 
So you, you gave a really good answer to the question. Mine, I just feel is almost a little boring. Mine is, is most likely this going to be in between. I'm putting it in between just because I spent the majority of my life. I grew up in Texas. And so I got used to the Texas mentality and it's, it's really weird because I, I definitely adapted over the years. So like I grew up in the very conservative Christian household, uh, you know, that very, you know, red collar, you know, that sort of thing. It's about, mm, yeah, you know, we self-made, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Texas, we are self-reliant, you know, we make our own energy, <laughs> all this stuff. Let's secede from us, the yeah. union, like this is us. And then I was presented with the opportunity in 2013 to make a move to Florida. And that was probably the most dramatic thing I've ever done in my life, to be totally honest. Four sure. states away, didn't really know anybody coming to Florida. It was just a leap of faith of whether or not it was going to work. And then I got to Florida and it was so different. <laughs> it was so different than what I was used to. I was forced to adapt. So it was kind of, uh, it feels a lot like your crush story where mm -hmm. I was forced to kind of adapt that mentality of, you know, very much like I can take care of myself type ordeal and then get down here to Florida and you realize uh, Florida is unique. Extremely. <laughs> Florida is extremely unique. Um, yes. I, I, I born New York, raised, I, I like to say born New York, raised in Albuquerque, but now I live in home, has been here in Orlando for yes. 20 years. And again, it's that great, it's, it's that great yin and yang. Like it's a, it's a weird combination of both areas. Um, and because there are so many people here from both areas, it's easy to fit in. Right. Because you you have your own tendencies, but yet you're actually able to adapt to the other version fairly fairly well, I think, to a certain right. extent. Um, and yeah, when when it's you you pick up and you don't know anybody, you you just go, well, hopefully I'll find someone like me. Exactly. And I think that was the uh, thing. You just have to be yourself. You know, you kind of just have to be yourself and realize who you are as a person. So it was a self-exploration mm -hmm. when I moved cool. to Florida. And then I kind of adapted into who I am today. I mm -hmm. don't forget who I was in Texas. That was important. I think that's something that people need to remember. Never forget who you were, but don't be afraid of who you can be type mm -hmm. ordeal. So, um so, so that crush story is really relatable on that front. So it kind of indirectly helped me answer the question as well. So that was, you're welcome. Sir. You're so, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Doug. Yes, sir. The news from yesterday. We had a lot of stuff happen yesterday. <laughs> we really did. We, we really did. It was, uh, yeah. we got, we got some answers. Um, mm -hmm. We did. And I still feel like there, there are a few more answers that will be answered in time, mm -hmm. but um, well, let's just jump right. Let's, let's go right to it. Uh, sure. We know that certain Disney vacation club resorts and Fort Wilderness campgrounds are opening up on June 22nd. Mm -hmm. uh, we know Magic Kingdom and Disney's Animal Kingdom Park are opening up on July 11th. Yep. And then we know Epcot and Hollywood Studios are opening up on July 15th. Correct. Right. So... That's a so, lot of information. So we've been told. So we've been told. So let's look at, you know, we have all of our competitors here in Central mm -hmm. Florida. I say competitors, but we all rely on each other. You have Universal who sure. announced, and within like two weeks, they're ready to rock. Mm -hmm. uh, less, less than a week from now. Yeah, pretty much. Like they're going, what, June 1st and 2nd, team members, 3rd and 4th, yep. uh, annual pass holders. Public. And then fifth is public. So mm -hmm. they were they were ready to rock and roll. So they're like, yeah. here's our plans. You know, less than two weeks. Let's go do mm -hmm. it. Disney goes, let's give yeah. it another month and a half. Mm -hmm. So thoughts. What are some of your first thoughts that you heard of when you saw this? Well, I'll go to most recent thought and then I'll work backwards. So gotcha. uh, <laughs> uh, literally, literally right before we started this, I came across a meme because the memes are already you know, they're already out and about. Oh, they're, they're, they're what sustains us. Um, and I saw this great, I don't know if you saw it yet or not, but there's this really funny um, uh, meme out there that uh, it's, a, it's a split picture and the top half is, is Bob Iger um, looking very calm and Bob Iger-esque. And the second half of the photo, and it says Disney, and then the second half of the photo are two crash test dummies labeled Universal and SeaWorld or Legoland. I was like, Okay, I, I guess that's 
sort of the mentality uh, to a certain extent where, you know, and I, here's the thing I have always, I've said this for numerous, numerous years, nothing against all the thing parks. I've actually worked for all of them. So thank you for all the money at some point in time. Um, there are Disney people and there are universal people and work wise, you'll cross those people. They'll cross because that's just the nature of the freelance nature of our state and the city and the entertainment world that I I'm in, like your work everywhere you possibly can. Right. Um, so there are people who are like, yeah, universe is going first and we'll show you. And then there's Disney people who are like, we're going to take our time and we'll, right. you know, and so I'm, I, and now not working for any of those entities, I'm kind of weirdly in the East coast, West coast in the middle. Weird how this all, it's all coming full circle. Isn't it weird? Um, uh, being sort of in the middle of it right now going, like, I don't, I don't know. I personally have not left my house since we started grocery store in minimal places, but when city walk opened, I was like, um, and and it's not even, I feel like I'm not answering the question. I will answer. You're fine. Don't worry. Keep going. You're okay. Um, but like, I'm not even, it's not the virus or this or the, the germs or whatever that's, that has me concerned. It's just people at this point in time. Like I want everyone to settle before I'm to a point where I'm like, you know what? That sounds great. Um, and be, you know, you read the comments like, Oh, I'm not going anywhere if I have to wear a mask. And my response is cool. We right. don't want you here anyway. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think I think Disney's doing the right thing. I think, um, especially with reports coming out from other states of being like, "Yep, we're open," and and numbers going up and and reaching the the toll that we have um, number wise. I don't I don't know. I I I think I think Disney's doing it right. I think right. a nice slower rollout is definitely better than a let's just see what happens mentality right. um, for uh, I would have been, if they had said August 1st, I would have been cool with that too. Um, although there was a part of me for a while that was like, maybe they'll wait until October 1st to celebrate the year leading up to the 50th as like, right. we're reopening on opening day. But that didn't happen, which is fine. Cause that it's... would be way too, that would be way too long. <laughs> But, but it um, builds anticipation. But it builds anticipation. See, that's the marketing side of me yeah. going, oh, what if they could build a whole campaign about opening on October 1st? Exactly. Yes. What do I know? Um, so, so in short, <laughs> very long, a very long way to say that I think Disney's in the right mindset. I think Disney's doing it right with uh, taking a little bit more time. Um, whether that time being like, we'll see how the other parks do. And maybe we'll change our mind in the future, but I think I think they're doing it great. I think they're doing a great job. Now, obviously, Universal went first with City Walk, and they're going first with the parks itself. They're also very they're a smaller right size than Disney World is, so it's it's a catch twenty two. You know, you're you're darned if you do and darned if you don't. And here, the it all comes down to people will do what they want to do when they want to do it. Right. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Your thoughts? Well, you know, I I agree with you. And I've said this on the show before that I trust Disney's judgment on this because I know that they're going to do it right. Right. So I've said this many, many times. Um, So I'm glad to hear somebody of the same, you know, the same mentality Mm -hmm. as it were. I'm like you as well. I've said it on the show. I have stayed inside during this quarantine as often as I can, minus like shopping and things like that. Essential runs. Um, so for me, I wouldn't say that I've become more antisocial. I am not antisocial. Um, I'm just do. I'm playing correctly. I'm playing right. And so I knew Disney was going to do this the right way. I had no fear that Disney was going to go into that meeting and say, two weeks, we're back guys. Come on in. Let's have some fun. You know, Disney was going to do it properly. Now, course after all that comes out and is said and done you the rumors and everything start flooding the internet and you're just flipping sure. through them and you're just like x x x, x. <laughs> you're just like a lot of people sure. thought we were opening you know by the end of uh, may a lot of people were predicting you know mid-june and i was mm-hmm. like yeah but you don't know you know so right. now we have the official thing um 
I know Disney's going to do this right. Disney is proving that it's doing it right. Mm -hmm. um, now, in saying that, I'm going to double back here real quick because you did touch on kind of my next point I was going to bring up, where sure. people are going to be people. And this is the most frustrating part of the hospitality and tourism industry in general. Mm -hmm. And yeah. anybody who's ever worked in it, you know exactly what we're talking about here. Right. Um, in the end, people are going to operate the way they want to operate. Even if there's a rule set in place, they're going to see what, how they can get around that rule. Case in point, Disney Springs opens day one. Mm -hmm. We had the, the, the infamous hot dog incident. Uh, I told you not to bring it up because that's I, I know, I know. <laughs> I couldn't resist. You had the infamous hot dog incident. Um, for the most part, it was a fairly smooth open. We had that breakout. Um, and then two days ago, two days ago, mm -hmm. World of Disney opens. And Not yesterday, is, uh, well, I yesterday. thought it was two. I thought it was two days ago. No, it was just it was yesterday. Okay, well then yesterday. So it opens yesterday, and we see almost immediately at like nine a.m., eight thirty, mm -hmm. nine a.m. lines mm -hmm. just wrapping through the marketplace towards yeah. Rainforest Cafe, past the Christmas store, across the bridge, and then I saw on a friend's post yesterday who went, who said they waited an hour and a half to get to the front of World of Disney mm -hmm. to be met by a cast member who gave them a return time for five hours later. Mm -hmm. So they waited essentially six and a half hours to go into a store to go shopping. Right. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I really don't understand. And, and maybe it is the mentality yeah. of me. I wish people could see your face right now. Like that's I, <laughs> I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. I have shopdisney.com. I have... <laughs> I have Amazon. I have all these different ways that I can get my mm -hmm. Disney products. And if I'm going to buy something Disney, I'm going to do it when I finally get to go to the parks. That's the, that's sure. part of the joy of doing it. Well, and the, and the flip side of that too, is like, again, people waited six hours to get in, but the people who were there in the first hour bought all the exclusive things. Yes. Like they sold out of things within the first two hours that they were officially open. Right. Because people, again, people are people and hoarded their own stuff because they could and you know we'll so, see it popping up on like ebay oh totally you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. and that's for double the that's amount that's the thing you know uh i saw again i had a friend who was there on their instagram story they were there at like seven o'clock in the morning they're like oh i'm here first it'll be great subsequently someone showed up at nine o'clock and was like oh we're here an hour before it's supposed to open and again same thing they waited for an hour and a half to get a virtual queue Right. to help them come back three hours from now. Mind you, the virtual queue to go shopping. A virtual queue to go shopping. Like, yeah. let's, let's keep that part in mind. I'm used to the virtual queue that was being established, you know, opening day for Mickey and Minnie's mm -hmm. Runway Railway attractions. Sure. Even, though, even a park resistance. is understandable. Rise of, like, even a theme park is understandable. Right. You're waiting in a virtual queue to go shopping. Mm -hmm. So I did say this, and this is going to sound really mean to me for a moment. And I, I think that my listeners have heard me enough to know that I'm not intentionally a mean person. However, when I saw that post, I said, please let it storm all day. And what happened yesterday? It stormed, it stormed all, day. all day. It stormed all day. Cause I was like, I want to see what these people do. Do they wait the six hours or do they yeah. just go screw it? We'll come back tomorrow. We'll come back another day or we'll just yeah. go online. What's going to happen. I, I think there's also, I mean, First day people, I know I have a lot of vlogger friends and people who are those social media influencers who are the first, usually the first people there to say, oh, we're here on opening day to you know, tell you how it all went. We're here on opening day. But, but I remember Disney Springs opening a week ago mm -hmm. and first day it was crazy, hot dogs and everything. And then you didn't hear anything. Like right. no one said a word. It was, and so obviously it's fine and things will be fine. And today he's a prime example. It's what, 11 o'clock or something. And no one has said a word yes. about the state of Disney Springs. Right. So it will be fine. It's just, it's that opening day. I need to be, I need to say I was here on that day mentality, which I think is, is weird. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, it goes back to like Christmas. Like, Oh, I was at Disney on Christmas. Why? Why are you there on Why? Christmas? It is, <laughs> well, it is the silliest. I mean, I get, I, I kind of get it, but I also don't get it at all. Well, and it, it brings the same, it, same, it brings the, the flip side of that argument too. They're like, I was there on Christmas. I was like, yeah, did you have fun? Uh, exactly. Well, yeah. Did you exactly. enjoy it? 
Yeah. Did you actually enjoy yourself? Because from what I've seen, I, I this is me personally, I'm not claustrophobic, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I know that I would not have fun right. on Christmas day at the magic kingdom. Like I, I just know I would not have a good time. Sure. So, and then there's, there's the, and then there's the duality of that like question as well. People like, did you have fun? Yes. What did you do? Nothing. And it was great. I just watched people and watched the, chaos and enjoy watching the chaos good for you i'm glad you'll enjoy watching chaos i'm gonna go to germany at epcot (laughs) and get a pretzel and a beer and watch the same chaos on a lovely march afternoon because it's the same thing because it's the exact same thing so yeah i i think that that kind of blew my mind yesterday when i saw that i was just like i get it and i I have plenty of friends that are the same way they want to be the opening person they want to be the first person back in there because in all honesty it is a historic moment for the first time in almost 50 years disney world closed its doors for three months yeah so that's a big deal that it's reopening and they want to see what measures we're taking to ensure safety they want to see uh, all these other things. Now, I did see uh, a thing yesterday, and it looks like it's kind of Disney's response to the whole face mask in the parks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this or not. I saw it later in the day. Um, Jim McPhee was asked, how are you going to confront guests that are going to complain about you know passing out because they have to wear a mask in the hot floor or something? He mm-hmm. said, in every park, there's going to be a refresher zone where guests will be permitted to take off their mask for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. and put it back on and continue through what do you think uh, i mean it's again it's it's it sounds great you know i think i think if you're we're talking we're talking parks right this is happening in the this parks. is theme parks this is happening yeah. at disney parks so it's much i i kind of attribute it to the weird rapunzel bathrooms slash charger station like it's beautiful but it's a bathroom um <laughs> but, but i do they're I like so that. nice those are those right. are really awesome bathrooms and it's also just so weird that like i can plug my phone into a tree trunk yeah and like and, and then I'll, I'll go on a pascal hunt too right and <laughs> and i'll I, there's still one i can't find for the record i i think really? i find yeah i don't <laughs> anyway but that's they're just point. messing with you at this point they yeah, i think they, they put there. I think they said there's nine, but there's only like eight and a half. Right. Um, but uh, like, I, I love that area. I love that idea. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, the theming of theming of the whole area is great. But then, what it's there for is weird. So these these refresher areas, great, very cool. Excited that they'll have them. But then, how do you mon? But again, with if we're talking social distancing and six feet apart, how are you monitoring people being in a um, I was going to call it reflection pool, but that's not right. That's not right. Um, a, a refreshing station. Like, are you, are you monitor? Is there now a virtual queue for the, for that's, that? Too? Yes. Yes. I was like, honey, what are we doing at 11 o'clock? Yeah. Well, my boarding like, group hasn't oh, been called yet for the, yeah, I can't room. go, I can't take my mask <laughs> off until I get in this area. But I mean, but then there's also the restaurants and restrooms. Like obviously there are places that you'll be able to refresh quote exactly without being in those stations so i uh, good for them for thinking of it and 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 again we won't know until we see it exactly and you and i exactly. and you and i won't see it until next year so it'll be fine right um, <laughs> and by that time it won't matter anymore by that time um, it's 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 a done deal this was all ancient history yeah so uh again short answer of uh, the short version of a very long answer that i gave I'm cool. Like, it's great. Uh, I appreciate that they've thought of it. Right. Um, but then I go back to people being people. Don't abuse it. And that's, that's collectively the situation, right? Is we're putting all these restrictions in place. We're putting all these things. Just don't, don't abuse it. Don't think of everybody else. Who, like, you're not alone. Like, everyone who walks in the park, you're not alone dealing with the situation. We're not doing it just to affect you. Right. It's not so, a personal attack. It's not a personal attack. Exactly. anybody's individual Correct. Interest. And, and, right. and, you know, conversely to that argument, if someone's like, well, I, I, I just, I can't, I can't walk around with a mask. Well, then like then you said go. earlier, then don't go right now. Right. Then it's not for you right now. Then it's yeah. a good idea for you to kind of sit back, let these things right. go through and then replan your vacation when it comes to, we're not saying 
never don't go. ever go to Disney World right. ever. We're just saying right now, if this is something that's right. not in your means, then yeah. it's in your best interest. And besides, if you can't breathe with a face covering on, then that mm-hmm. might indicate something bigger going on in here anyway. So maybe yeah. there's something internally that you need to be you know, looking at too. Agreed. I got real sassy on a post the other day and they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, then don't go. You won't be missed. Like everyone in the comments of, of the Disney Parks blog. Yes. Oh, well, if, I'm, if I have to wear this, I'm not going. Okay. Cool. And, it, and, it, and, I think about, and I think about it in the minivan sense, right? Where like, oh, it's so expensive. Well, then don't use us. Right. That's one more person that I don't have to worry about arguing with about the service. Like if you're not right. going to, you, you don't want to pay the money. Cool. Then don't, then it's not a problem. Why do you have to? Exactly. This is all comment on it. it it's voluntary. Right. You are you vacationing at Disney world or, you know, universal sea world, whatever the case may be, you're voluntarily choosing to vacation there. Nobody Correct. is tying your hands and saying, okay, this summer you have to go to the contemporary resort, pay right. the, you know, the fee, and, and all this and stuff. So that's the, I think there's that mentality. They're like, but, but I, but I have to, but do you? Yeah. Do you No, I have to work there because I need money. Right. But you don't have to vacation there, especially right. on like the hottest days of the year, things like that. Just wait until it gets a little yeah. cooler. You know? Yeah. And it's, a, I'm going to say one more thing about this before sure. we change topics. Uh, it's like, I had a guest in the, um, in the van. This is probably about six months ago. Well, longer than that. And they were just like, oh, the ticket price and da, da, da. Walt wanted it affordable for everybody. And I was like, first of all, Walt just wanted a place where everyone could go. Right. Right. And all, Walt lived in a different time where everything was, the where price was different. Right. Secondly, you don't want it. Like, and this is, this is horrible, but this is my mentality of theme park prices. You don't want it affordable for everybody. Otherwise, it would be Christmas Day every, every day. single day. Correct. Yep. And so you're either going to complain about the price or complain about how crowded it is. Pick your battle. Like pick which one is worse for you. Right. Um, the one more thing I was, I don't know where you're going last, but uh, I, I, I noticed again, I can see you. Um, so I noticed the lamp you have over yes. your shoulder there. <laughs> yeah. So I would like you to comment on the entertainment that they have provided at Disney Springs. Have you, did you see I, I did, yes, yes. I posted this on my page yesterday, actually. Okay. Uh, Stormtroopers have taken over Disney Springs yeah. for the most part. And I was so... In certain areas. I, it, it looks like the town center. That's where it looks like it's at. So right where uh, the garages are, it looks like they're up on the balconies yeah. of the town and center. They're also on the balcony of uh, AMC on the Splitsville side. Were they? Okay, all right. So I, I saw the, the town center one. I didn't see the AMC Splitsville side. So that's cool, too. Um, what I like about this is this is classic Disney and we knew that when we were going to be reopening things, it wasn't going to be this, you know, stand in a straight line, go like, you know, da, da, da. Right. we knew that there was going to be a lot of sprinkling of Disney because we have to keep it as Disney as we can. So when I saw this video come out yesterday, for those of you who haven't seen it yet, again, it's on my Facebook page. It is a couple stormtroopers having mm-hmm. this casual conversation about how they're enjoying seeing the uh, the different types of masks uh, that people are wearing on the ground, and then talking about how it must be more comfortable than their helmets. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. It, it, it signifies so much. Um, it's showing a human side to stormtroopers, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And it's also uh, signifying, I'm a performer. I have to do this all the time. <laughs> And so I feel like that was Disney's indirect response to people saying, well, I have to wear this mask. This is not fair. This is Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. And it's like, okay, cool. You know, all those performers have to wear masks too. Mm -hmm. So I I love it. The entertainment was fantastic. I, I'm all for stormtroopers going into every single park and enforcing that rule. I'm all for it. Um, And I, I'm a man of theming, Mm -hmm. but I am perfectly okay with like the first month watching a stormtrooper walk around the tree of life telling people, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I I saw a full video of like the full conversation that was above in the town square and area. And uh, I, I was like, this is, it's great. Like, and it's such, I love, I do love how Disney has sort of made the stormtroopers. I don't want to say comical, but they've, they've, they've given them a voice that isn't, as strict as we assume they sound. Right. 
And we saw, um, and, and, and you know, we saw a glimpse of this a little bit in The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. where uh, oh, I think yeah. it was the final episode of The Mandalorian, where they yeah, just the kind beginning. of were having the conversation back and forth. I was like, you know, we never really get to see stormtroopers as human beings. Yeah. We never got to right. see them converse. We've always just seen them as the regiment, you know, mm-hmm. the, the military force. Yeah. But we never see a voice. And I think, I think like Finn, not to get into a nerdy Star Wars conversation, but like the reveal of Finn taking off his helmet in, in Force Awakens, you went, oh, like they're human. And I guess I never right. put together that they were like, just even with the Clone Wars in the first three, like I never put together that, oh, they're humans. I just, I, you know, I thought they were just dumb robots, which apparently they're just dumb humans. Um, <laughs> Or at least <laughs> humans with bad certain, aim. Certain yeah. ones are dumb. Yeah. Let's be real here for yeah. a second. Okay. Some Fair of the enough. movies, some of the Fair movies enough. highlight, you know, the 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 anticlimactic side of a stormtrooper. Right. And then let's talk about the series, the Clone Wars, when that came out. Mm-hmm. Like those stormtroopers kicked it up. Like the clone troopers just kicked it up a yeah. notch. I'm like, where was all this in the movies? Right. And right. then fly out of ships and jump on the backs of these. And then in the movies, right. they're just like, doom Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that, so my point being that like, once we saw Finn take his helmet off and with the human side of it, we were able to, um, accept that they had conversations like they have the, at the beginning of Mandalorian right. episode eight, where they literally talk about the fact that they have horrible aim. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like they're four, they're two feet away from something and they can't. And I love the Jason Stakis is one of the voices of, of the, one of them. Yes. Anyway. I digress. I sorry, I went off on a weird tangent. I, no, you're good. So no, it's it's one of those ordeals. Like I'm glad that we are now seeing stormtroopers have a personality. I think that that makes all the difference, especially Agreed. now that guests can now interact with them in a Disney park setting. Yeah. It's not just oh, I got arrested by a stormtrooper. It's we're seeing comical, you know, moments mm-hmm. coming out either yeah. you know little TikToks things like that. Yeah. Where people are just having really fun interactions. Mm-hmm. And that has brought, that continues to bring Star Wars into the next generation as well. I think that's one thing yeah. that just keeps bringing it forward. So, I think my my favorite thing I hear I heard one of them say in um, Galaxy's Edge is, "Aren't you supposed to be on vacation?" Yeah, <laughs> like it caught me off guard initially, and I was like, "That's we oh no, that's great! Like that's really that's super fun." And other complete side note of this, uh, I love that one again. Going back to the. Uh, Disney Springs stormtroopers. One of them is female. Yes, yes, it was really cool. I thought that yes. was really very, very cool. And, and uh, again, something else that you didn't consider until we gave it to you. you didn't know you wanted. Didn't know you had, exactly. hadn't thought about until it was presented. Because I mean, up until that point, we had Captain Phasma. We had Captain Phasma. We saw a little break of her in Last Jedi, where we kind of saw a little bit of her face, and then we saw in Rise of Skywalker a post stormtrooper as right. female character, Correct. but she was post. So we didn't see her in the armor. We just saw her pieces of armor and she was like, yeah, no, I was this. We just rebelled and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But up until that moment, we never anticipated the idea of a female character being in a stormtrooper outfit. Now, like you pointed out, now mm-hmm. we're seeing a full on stormtrooper female with a female voice. Yeah. And it works. I, yeah, I love it. I think it's it great. great. It shows the inclusivity of the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe. It just keeps keeps expanding. I love it, and I will always I will always be a Star Wars fan. Star Wars has always defined who I am, so I love that. So, nice. love it. So cool. All right. So kind of now we're on kind of a universe topic. We, we're expanding to like space and things like that now. So <laughs> let's kind of switch gears. I know we're, we're okay. switching gears slightly here. Did you catch? the attempted launch yesterday of the SpaceX I did I did not I did okay. not I um so throughout the whole quarantine period uh my sleeping habits have been the worst <laughs> um and uh as you as uh you mentioned on a couple episodes ago um and I think I wrote to you while I was listening to it uh the Tiger King ruined my life god um so for again, this is this is going back to like March, like right after all this really started. Um, <clears throat> I was like, all right, I'll give in, I'll watch it. It was I had taken a nap earlier in the earlier in the day. And when I say earlier in the day, I mean like 
10 p.m. to midnight. Right. Um, <laughs> and so at one o'clock in the morning, I was like, I'll, I'll let me watch the premiere or the first episode of Tiger King. And then I'm sure it'll be like, blah, and I'll get tired and go to bed. I binged eight hours of Tiger King straight. So from 1 a.m. to like seven in the morning, I had finally had watched, I watched the entire thing because I was just so riveted at how ridiculous this whole situation was. Um, it's Now, before you go on your tangent, hold on, because I can see your face right now. I'm, I'm angry. I, yeah. I'm not going to do it, Doug. I'm not. Okay. I'm not so gonna I will simply say, it's ridiculous. These people are the worst people I think that are on air. Um, it's and I, someone else said this to me the other day, and I totally agree. When when the most compelling and relatable character is the drug lord, you're like, wait, what happened to me? How did I get to this point where I hate everybody but the guy who's done the worst things? Um, and then again, at the I think you said this on on the end, like it it you watch it, you kind of watch it, and it starts with big tie, big cats and rescue and all those things, right? And, and then it forgets about the tigers completely, and then like the last five minutes, it makes you teary eyed because they're like, oh, remember when we started with all the cats? And you're like, I think I remember. I'm not really sure how we ended up in this place. And then the fame of it all is, is crazy. So anyway, that's simply to say that I, I blame Tiger King for my sleep patterns, which I don't even remember starting with this conversation. Uh, oh, because I never, see, I remember. We, we, we um, went from SpaceX demonstration to Tiger King. To so. Tiger King, yeah. which is, okay, so I'm going to bring it back to the SpaceX. So, <laughs> which is to say that since then, my sleeping has been horrible. Um, and so when SpaceX was supposed to happen, I was asleep. Gotcha. Okay, so I I, I kind of I touched I swear, a little bit. People are gonna not want me on their show because I right. you ramble. My brain works in nine different directions, and I'm like, I can make this work. Just you know, just listen to one of my episodes when I'm by myself. When I I did I listened yeah, when you when you talked about feng shuiing yeah. your your yeah. night your nightstand yeah. or there you go. anyway yeah. there's there's a corner in my room that I'm trying to you know. No, we, that was just an empty corner. Let's not talk about it. So We've already discussed it. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my whole thing is you talk about rambling on people not wanting to be on the show. People aren't going to want to be on the show because they know that I'm going to introduce a topic to ramble on about. So that's the problem. So once we harness that in, fair enough, then we're good to go. Um, yeah, no, Tiger King's a hot pot, a hot mess of a show. It has a huge identity crisis. Agreed. I did not. I, I felt definitely that I wasted my time. Um, but you want to talk about the SpaceX, so please. But yeah, so now we have the SpaceX. So the SpaceX thing, um, I was going to that. Don't worry, Doug. I, I, I don't want to spend any time on that Netflix anymore. Um, <laughs> SpaceX, I, 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 the way yesterday was going for me, um, we had set up our little, uh, we've got a little herb garden out on our porch now. We're kind of growing that garden a little bit. We're trying to hang a little bit more stuff. My roommate and I are trying to you know, make the apartment a little bit more like home. So it was nice to have the rain, the storms, all this kind of stuff. And I'm sitting here, I forgot about the launch entirely, which was scheduled mm -hmm. for, I think it was what, 4.33 p.m. So it reaches like 4.15 and I was like, you know what? I actually don't have anything going on right now. I'll go ahead and turn it on. So I go, you know, NASA.gov and, and pull it up and then, you know, Candy Space Center and they have a live link. So I click it the two astronauts are in the pod, everything's going. And then there's an announcement. They're like, we're going to check in with our weather guy real quick and just kind of see at 417 yesterday, they scrubbed the mission due to weather. And I was like, cool. So I tuned in for two minutes, canceled it and we're good to go. All right. Well, now I got to figure out what I'm going to do with the evening. Um, <laughs> Cause I was curious to see what happens. Now um, the news that we did get from that is they are going to try that launch again at 322 PM this Saturday. So they're going to try again. Um, of course, uh, and we, we don't have to delve into politics here, but of course, our illustrious leader of the country will be there. He wants to see this launch. So he's already made the announcement that he's going to be there. So, but he, but cool. he won't be tweeting about it, but so next up hey, we have, you brought it uh, up. You brought, 
I know you said we're not going to talk about it, but you brought it up. I had to get my comment in. Now we can move on to something else. You got your comment. You're good. I, I didn't bring it up. It's totally my fault. I'm owning it. It's, it's on me. I totally did it. Um, now, Doug led, or when I first started connecting in, he brought to my attention, and I did notice this for anybody who did listen to yesterday's episode, we did not have a fun fact of the day, <laughs> end of the episode. I am going to be honest. Uh, it was that stupid feng shui thing at the end of the episode. I totally <laughs> lost track of the time. And it wasn't stupid. It was passionate. To you, it was passionate. So. It was passionate, but I broke a piece of my show for something that I feel like a lot of people just trailed off at the end and were like, okay, cool, end, and then went on to their next uh, thing. So um, the fun fact that I have today does it mean we get from yesterday? You know, I, I did think about it, but I think I'm going to stick with just one. I'm going to okay, stick with ahead. one. And, um, well, see, now I've brought everybody's attention to it. So now they're going to expect me to do a plus one one day. So maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow I'll do two <laughs> fun facts. I'll have to find two things that relate to each other. All right. Or yin and yang. I'll just find two things that don't necessarily, um, but they work. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yeah. So the fun fact that I had yesterday was in correlation to the actual SpaceX launch. It was a space themed. And I've made comments about this for the past couple of weeks about the month of May has been like very space. There's been so many things going on that has encouraged us to look up. They've encouraged us to look around and might question our existence in the universe. And it's been really cool, you know? I'll admit, I've been geeking out on this stuff, watching the satellite train that's gone over the state. I've watched that. Um, I, I, I stayed up to try and see the smiley face in the sky because I think that's really cool. It doesn't always, it, it's very rare. Okay. And, uh, you know, these launches that have been occurring lately out of here, these are historic. You know, we haven't launched a man from Florida coast or from the U.S. soil for years. So it's time, you know, now we're finally getting that chance to do it again. So these are all really cool things. Anyway, I came across this fun fact and I thought that it was really interesting. So here it is. There are, or there is an uncountable number of stars in the known universe. We basically have no idea how many stars there are in our universe. So right now we, we use our estimate of how many stars there are in our own galaxy, the Milky Way. We multiply that number by our best guesstimate of the number of galaxies in the universe and after all that math, NASA can only confidently say that there are zillions of uncountable stars. Now, a zillion is any uncountable amount. So an Australian National University study put their estimate at about 70 sextillion, which basically means 70 million, million, million. <laughs> Long okay. and short, fun fact, we have no clue how many stars there are in the universe yes. we kind of have an idea of just our own galaxy and kind of so i thought that was really cool because you know you you see kids the mind's eyes of kids they go out at night sometimes and they'll look up and they'll be like one two three and they start counting and then as you get older you're like i'm gonna stop yeah. you're never gonna <laughs> <be> the <cows." laughs> So I thought that was really cool. There are, there are no, there's no way of really knowing how many stars there technically are in Mm -hmm. the universe. So I just, it's, it's a thought that I'd never come across before. It's a fun little fact that you never really think about. Yeah. It's uh, it's, that's very, it's very interesting and insightful. Uh, And for some reason, my brain uh, went right to the Lion King. Right. (laughs) Yes. When I think about stars, I think about the land and the scene where they're all laying down and and bunch of royal dead guys like, are watching us. Yeah, huh? A bunch of royal dead guys are watching us. Yeah. So so yeah. according so based on your math, there are a, a, a tillion. Is that what you said? Uh, Seventy sextillion, which 76, is basically right. So every dead person in the universe is watching us from space. From space. Pretty much. Yeah. And so that's that's comforting, right? Like, Thank you. Thanks, Simba. Yeah, Simba brought. You know, well. It was basically Simba brought to our attention that somebody once told him right. that it was the great kings of the past. And then it's just Timon who brought it all full circle and was just like, cool, so a bunch of royal dead guys are watching us. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, so walk comfortably at night when you're out there <laughs> knowing that, knowing, every knowing that every, everyone's watching you. That's essentially what's happening. Yes, and that, that, that'll segue into a whole nother... That's, that's another episode. We won't even go into that one. Whole nother episode. <laughs> True story. 
Doug, I have had a lot of fun chatting with you. It's been a blast. It has been really fun. Now, um, yep. I'm going to come back to one thing that I wanted to do at the start of the episode, but I knew we had such a um, content-filled episode that I was going to miss this, and I don't want to walk away without this real quick here. Sure. You have a new show. Uh, I do. Called yeah. With a Side of Hustle. That is on correct. YouTube. Yes. I see that anyone can just go to youtube.com slash Doug Neville and mm -hmm. they can access these things. What is, where did you get this name? What is for the side of hustle? So um, again, being a fr freelance performer and actor and uh, for many, many years, I just found, I took whatever job I possibly could, right? It was like, take this show, take that show, take Disney, Disney, Disney. And then, um, subsequently found a direct sales company that also has supplemented some income. And so you always hear about people having the side hustle, the side gig, the side thing yes, um, to assist with their finances. And um, I discovered that I, I'm not necessarily always so great at like, this is the product I am pushing, please buy this product. So, but I do love talking to people who do that stuff. Gotcha. So I love the why and the how and the story behind how you got involved. So um, about a year ago, I had come up with an idea to sort of um, uh, feature those people who have those side hustles and those side jobs and those, um, those side, uh, I'll even say side passions for that matter. Um, whether it be a business or a product or, or not a business or a project, sorry. Um, and then I found myself in this time going, you know what, there's no better time like the present to start doing it. So uh, I reached out to a handful of friends who have side businesses, side projects, uh, which have become sort of their full-time projects for the time being. And it has lended itself into more of like a business conversation, a passion conversation. Um, so the, the title, um, went through a couple of iterations. Like it was, it was called with a, uh, a little side of hustle, a little hustle on the side, um, for a while. And then finally I just settled on with a side of hustle because I like, I like food and I thought to, to give it sort of that nice food meta, not metaphor, but food sort of sound to, i don't know if it makes any sense but like yeah 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 no, i know you're ordering saying, yeah. you're ordering some hustle on the side right so yeah um it's not your it's not your full entree it's not your full plate but it's something that you are doing in conjunction with everything so with a side of hustle is where the name came from um and subsequently heading into so i have um i think i'm at like 10 episodes presently okay uh i went through this whole thing i like may i was like everyone record with me and yes <laughs> and so i went balls to the wall with the interviews and i was like man if i if i release uh, the plan was to release one every week like just one and then i then i had so many that i was like man if i release the last one i recorded it'll be august so i started doubling up so they release every wednesday and saturday okay on, on youtube um i occasionally will put them at as a Facebook live on my Facebook page, just okay. to sort of get, get it out there and let people see it. But then essentially the interview lives on YouTube. Um, coming in June, I have started a new playlist called little bites of hustle, oh. um, <laughs> which translates to <laughs> tapas of hustle. So I'm uh, cutting, cutting um, smaller segments of each of those interviews up. So in case you don't want to watch the full half hour, you can watch a little like one question answered and then, based on that person who you can go check out the entire okay road of need me um so yeah so again we reached out to friends and people and colleagues and this is extended to the greater universe um if you have a side thing um that you'd like to converse about and um put out into the universe in a different way and reach different people through my audience um i think and that was sort of the mentality of it right it was like you like I have my thing. I know those people who follow it. Mm -hmm. So if I were to talk to someone who isn't in doing my thing, that's a whole new um, following of sorts. Right. So uh, well, so, yeah, and, so and, and, they, and you hear it so often too. One of the important things for anybody who's they they ask. We all ask the same thing when we're starting up. What do we need to do? 
And the very first thing that I see all the time, network, network, network. Mm -hmm. Networking yep. is so important, especially if you're really passionate about what you want to do and you really want to get your thing out there. Uh, whether it be like for me, podcast, you, you get to your YouTube channels and all this. Mm -hmm. Networking is probably one of the most valuable things to help get your material out there. Agreed. So Agreed. that's why I love having guests on the show. I love sitting there for 30 minutes talking to myself, but it's a lot more exciting when I can kind of bat and go back and forth with somebody else because I, I think it just, it does create a little bit. Now with your permission, um, sure. do you, would you be okay with putting that YouTube in this podcast so that way oh, everyone can access it? Okay, cool. All right. Of course, so then yeah. I'll put the link to your YouTube channel down so that way people can start accessing and kind of see what's going on with the side hustle. Yeah, um, definitely. And like, so yeah, it's, uh, it's youtube.com slash Doug Neville, um, mainly because when I finally was able to make my own YouTube channel, I was like, I don't have a cool name, so I'll just use my own. Right. Um, so the, the channel is full of the show and then I'll, there'll be the smaller tidbits. And then it also has um, what I'm referring to as the Neville land vlogs. Okay. So my Instagram name, my personal Instagram name is Neville Neville land. <laughs> okay. Well um, Cause for a while it was like, it was, it was really hard Disney for a long time. Like it was always Disney all the time. And so uh, a lot of the quote unquote vlogs are just me and my family going to Disney different parks and different restaurants and things. Correct. Um, and so then there's a, uh, there's a Disney, there's a Disney collection playlist as well, where it's old full videos. Uh, I just released a video of Epcot forever. Before yes. we started talking. I, I did see that. I um, haven't watched it, but I did see that you, I mean, it's Epcot forever. So if you've seen Epcot forever, yeah. no surprises. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, then go check it out. Cause, and, and the re one of the reasons why I put it out uh, again, not to, dive into something else but like oh, i put good. that out because i just started to think like well epcot forever was only supposed to be an interim show it was supposed to end in september mm -hmm. and now they're opening the parks without fireworks so is epcot forever over right right Which, it, it didn't last very long yeah and i i loved it i'm being being a kid who grew up at disney world like epcot forever really got that childhood nostalgia in me i loved all that music i th i some people loved it. Some people didn't love it at all. I right. really, really enjoyed it. So that's why I've got forever now. So yeah, so the channel is full of a bunch of different things and we'll hopefully continue to evolve um, as we, uh, we continue on the path here. There you go. There you go. I do have one final question for you and this sure. is very, very simple. Um, do you know why I chose the name, the good question for the podcast? There is a reason behind it and it does kind of, it, the episodes haven't necessarily I'll be honest, they haven't necessarily gone towards a direction of why I chose this, mm -hmm. but it is based on the idea of a TV show. Well, with, I mean, I had, the, I had the thought that this was the situation. Um, you have sort of confirmed it. I feel like it's Good Place related. Yeah, I love The Good Place. And so, yeah. So no. I'll say I, I found the good place in quarantine. Like uh, I hadn't watched a single episode. And then, so one of my things in quarantine was I am dedicating myself to watching new to me things. Okay. So okay. Every once in a while, like I rewatched Lost and I rewatched a few other things, but I'm really trying very hard to watch things that I have never, everyone's talked about, but never have watched before. Sure. And the good, the good place was the first uh, show that I, I binged like crazy. And I, love it. i mean season one is the best season and there was, a part, yeah. there was a point in time where i was like what the hell is going on right um but uh but by the end i was like oh oh incidentally sorry now that i think about this so you watch the show diligently yes in one of the last episodes the weird awkward guy from flight of passage yeah is in it yeah. and i was like so are we all in the good place then like is that i uh, know it, it triggers uh, a lot of yeah emotions suddenly it does like, uh but yeah no I, I highly recommend the show so what was the so what's the so the the original idea of when i wanted to do because this was I've, I've wanted to do a podcast or youtube channel for years okay this is not something that just came up in quarantine it's just quarantine gave me the ability to do finally do something with it so um for years i've wanted to do it and it wasn't going to be based off of questions of the day or anything like that the idea was when i first started watching the good place a couple years back 
Um, I love the idea of Michael. Michael is the perfect host. Like he is literally one of the perfect faces of, of the show. And so I originally was like, all right, cool. I need to model myself a little bit after Michael. He needs to be like this awkward. He, he's, he's good at being a demon. He's awkward at being a human. And if you put that combination into somebody who is now hosting a podcast style show, it'd be the funniest thing ever. Yeah. And so he, cause he's literally uh, still learning. Instantly spoilers. If you have not seen the good place yet and you just call Michael a demon, just like no. No, nah, he's he's a uh, you know he's not really a demon. <laughs> no, he's he's just head dancing. <laughs> he's the uh, you know is the uh, anyway. So that's kind of was my original thought for doing this, and so I was like, perfect. I'll call it the good question because now I know the basis of my show is going to be questions, mm-hmm. and most of the time, I do lead my episodes with today is a pretty good question. And I, I remember from January 1st, every day when I would open this book and go down the line and start reading my questions, mm-hmm. if, if it was before I left for work or whatever the case would be, I'd be like, God, that's a good question. And so yeah. then when I started thinking about a name for the show, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call it what I say every day when I'm reading these questions. I'm like, that's a good question. So I just call it the good question and good question. that way. It made the most sense to go that way. So hopefully one day I'm hoping to kind of evolve because at the end of this year, there's mm-hmm. no more questions. The podcast needs to survive beyond the year. So yeah. and I'll, I'll start addressing that probably once we get a little closer, like October, November style. I need to keep the style of the good question going, cool. but evolving. I have, again, this will, I have an idea for you. I have a book for you. I'll okay. leave it at that and I'll, okay. We'll leave it a mystery to the, to the listeners, but. Um, and equally to me as well. So that's good. Well, I'm I'm gonna talk to you when this is over, but for no, right now, no, no, I'm ending this immediately, and we're not. Gonna... <laughs> I'll, I'll reconnect December thirtieth for a new series. Um, but no, I have so, I have a, I have a book that I think you'd be interested in, and and it would lend itself to this pretty well. Perfect. Okay. Well, then I look forward to talking with you about that and uh, get that ready to go for a January twenty twenty one preview. No. <laughs> All right. I mean, and technically you also started late, so you could go back and do, you could make it a year from when you first started. This is true. I could make it a year from the time I started the podcast. podcast the questions yeah. themselves started on January 1st, but you're, you are correct. So maybe I could do that. And, re- like, and really, I mean, and you could just do the book over and over again, because again, it's a year since you've asked the, the question. Right. And the book is set up to be five years. So it's it's meant to go back and check your answers every year. So it could theoretically yield itself to like what you said every year. Go back and just check and see. You know, maybe you've evolved from the answer you gave the previous year. So there is potential. I'm not panicked because I know that the podcast will sustain itself, um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna I I applaud you for doing this every single day. Like oh, thanks. Very impressive. I. Uh, a couple of years ago, I vlogged every day for the month of August. So it was 31 videos every single day, some sort of content out there. And by the end of August, I was exhausted. I was like, I don't know how people do this all the time. So the fact that you take a uh, half hour, 45 minutes, hour and a half, six hours, however long this takes, uh, daily, um, that was sarcasm about the six hours. Um, oh, but it's I, true. It's incredibly impressive. I, I uh, Again, I applaud you uh, immensely, sir. No, thank you. I appreciate hearing that because it's it's something I've always wanted to do. So I think when you're really passionate about something, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Don't sit around thinking about it because you're just going to convince yourself why you shouldn't do it. So right. this is one of those things. I finally got the opportunity to do it and I, I wanted to jump full in. And I have continuously, more so yesterday uh, with the news that broke about Disney, I have been thinking, how am I going to do this when I start going back to work? Right now it's easy. Sure. Right now it's very simple to do because it's, it, I can dedicate a full day to it. What happens when I have to work, you know, eight, eight and a half hours, you know, yeah. and, and when I start going back to the gym, what happens then as well? So right. I have to get creative on how I'm going to do these shows, but thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. Well, Doug, I feel like, we've gotten a lot of information in today. We, we got a, a, a huge information dump yesterday. We've converted it all today. We've gotten our opinions in on that, but the opinions are based on facts. That's the thing. Right. 
it, it's not like us just and it, hmm. and it's it's and it's not as not even necessarily based on facts per se it's based on the fact it's based on the fact that you and i have lived and worked in this arena for so long right that i think our opinions are Oh, that sounds really egotistical, but our opinions are valid. Our opinions um, are better. <laughs> yeah, but our but like <laughs> they're they're educated guesses on what's going to happen based on what we know from our longevity of the roles we are in. Long longevity and also information that has been provided by, say, Disney, provided by the source. It's Correct. not just going, oh, well, I heard. Yeah. It's which incident? Well, which incidentally, everyone out there always only follow articles that are written by Disney Parks blog, or have the Disney copyright on it because there's a lot of mis. I mean, not to get into fake news, but like there's a lot of misinformation. There's a. <laughs> we said we were going to do, it. but there's a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, things out there that spec that write on speculation. Speculation. Yep they're wrong or there's a lot of things out there that are written by like we have the inside scoop and that ends up being wrong as well. So if it, if right. it doesn't have the Disney copyright on it, in my opinion, don't really give it much clout. Right. You can read it, but in the right. end it's, it's one of those things. Nobody's telling you not to read it. And I think that's kind of where I was at the, with the podcast when I was reporting stuff on the, or when, I think when I started the podcast, one thing I told myself 100% that I never wanted to do was turn into a speculatory podcast. Right. I wanted to present stuff that I knew was already confirmed. Sure. So if somebody's hearing it on the good question, they can easily go to Disney park blog and boom, there it is. Like, or, or if it's not Disney park blog, like today we talked about NASA as well. You can go onto the NASA site and you could see the launch it was down due to weather yesterday at exactly that time. Here's the new updated time. Because I think that right now, like you said, there's a lot of speculatory uh, right. things that are going on out there. We need more facts. <laughs> you know, we need, we, need, we need a little bit more of the truth to come back in. So that's what I wanted to have on the uh, episode. So I'm glad that that's, thank you. And, You're welcome. Uh, thank you for having me early. It's been, it's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. So hopefully we can do this again. I would love to. Anytime. Just let me know. I, I certainly will. Doug Neville, everybody. All right, folks. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Good Question. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you hit that subscribe button on the way out. And if you want to be on the show itself, you know what you got to do. Message me on Facebook. Send me an email. Message me on anchor.fm. Catch me on Instagram, Twitter, even my own personal blog, a blog farfaraway.com. So many different ways for you to actually be able to reach out for, to me to uh, talk about coming on to a future episode. And I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you. Again, I cannot do these episodes without you and without your support. So I really appreciate that. Uh, for those of you who didn't see the news as well, I am now also available on iTunes. You can also search me on iTunes and under Apple Podcasts. So I look forward to continually streaming daily content for you and hope you all have a really good rest of your day. Thanks for listening.